welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And you are listening to your favorite podcast, Just My, my type. type. And boy, has it been a week. <laughs> a whole day. A whole day. We are recording this on a Monday. On a Monday. Exposed. <laughs> I know, right? suppose they're secrets um but no we have a great episode for you guys today we have a pretty pretty popular font a pretty old well-known for well sure known fonts um we're gonna keep them coming we still haven't hit some of the big fonts we've kind of been dancing around them for a while but just keep <laughs> listening we'll hit some we'll have some big ones in the next coming weeks but this one was super fun to research for and I think we should just hop right in. Do we need a drum roll? Courier. <laughs> I was going to let you take that Courier. one. I don't Courier. Know Courier. How to <laughs> oh, I don't know. We should Courier. What's that Courier. Up. Courier. 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 Because it's also the name of someone who picks mail up, right? Yeah. Or like transports mail. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who it's a font, knows? guys. You guys have probably seen it. Um, Courier is a monospaced slab serif typeface. Um, and we'll talk about more what those means a little bit later. But first, I think I'm going to hop on into some history. You and me got a whole lot of history. <gasps> Gas. <laughs> history what what is this history typeface just appeared out of thin air um no this typeface actually has a really cool history and i really enjoyed researching it um especially the guy who made it the guy who made its name was howard bud kettler <laughs> he went by bud, bud which is so cute um he is a typeface designer from lexington kentucky um, he was born in 1919, and he died in 1999, so lived a full and happy life of designing <laughs> some cool typefaces. Um, he was a veteran of World War II in oh, the wow. U.S. Navy. Some fun facts about Bud. <laughs> um, yeah, he he was super interesting. As I, I kind of like went deep dive into Bud and I kind of, I found a little bit of like his obituary and a little bit of like, um, things that people kind of talked about, um, after he died and it was the cutest things Aww. to read. He seems like, well such, loved. yeah, he seems so well loved. Um, there is this picture which we'll post it um on our instagram but he actually drew this like cartoon of himself Aww. and one of his co-workers remembers him and says his usual accessories were the pipe which he seldom lit and a little alpine hat he wore in the winter these along with his reddish complexion and the sheepish smile made him look like a beloved leprechaun which is so cute i love it um so just imagine a little 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 old leprechaun designing <laughs> this typeface that's just so interesting that he was a veteran and then now he's he was a type designer yeah that's so cool look at this picture jess oh <laughs> his pipe <laughs> his pipe it's so cute um yeah so i kind of thought he looks kind of like a farmer in that 
I know. Yeah. <laughs> like farmer esque. Well, in a little, little leprechaun. Um, <laughs> like farmer meets leprechaun. Yes. <laughs> well, it was a little alpine hat, but it says he only wore it in the winter. Oh. And he always had a pipe. A lot of people that um, kind of wrote little messages about him um, always said he had a pipe, which is had a pipe, which is a fun little fact. Um, but like here, I'm gonna go through some different things that his coworkers and good friends wrote about him after he passed away, because um, they're just so sweet, and it kind of tells the story of this guy and how cool type designers can be so this one's by roger robertson and he said that bud started to work for ibm in 1952 which ibm um uh bud designed this typeface for ibm for their typewriters um so bud started to work for ibm in 1952 and his background was running a small town newspaper and he later owned a print shop so he was very much involved in type um, he had the type and font knowledge that IBM was looking for at the time, and he was actually hired right on his interview. Um, and this Roger says that Bud was always looking for, always working on a font design in his spare time. And one such idea, which proved to be popular, was the symbol fonts that he created for the Selectric, which is a typewriter that was pretty popular back then. It was a new type of typewriter that used a type ball instead of i went deep into typewriter history too wait so um (laughs) what's his name howard he made it for that typewriter Mm -hmm. oh interesting yeah so he worked because this electric is an ibm typewriter so he worked really closely with ibm to create type that would work for typewriters interesting and like this type ball i went kind of deep into a type typewriter. ball yeah it was like oh. a different way of like how a typewriter would type oh. instead of like moving around to find like your keys to match the thing the uh-huh. type ball would like churn oh. with like what key you pressed and then like Magic. push it onto the paper I don't know. This, Little did they know they were soon be uh, computers. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't go deep into typewriter history, no, so please don't back at me too much on that. <laughs> be like, um, ma'am, <laughs> typewriter ball um, is not a thing. You don't know your typewriters. <laughs> you know who's super into typewriters? Who? Who collects them? Who? Tom Hanks. Oh, I could totally see him like. So actually, um, Tom Haynes like reached out to us and he's like a oh. super big, just my type fan. Oh, that's who called you last night? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my it God, makes so Tom. much more sense. I know. Yeah. <sighs> it was, it was great. He was so sweet. He's like, I want to hear a courier. And I was like, okay, dude, like we're on it. <laughs> yeah. So this one's out for you, Tom. I know you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, but okay. Back to Bud. He, um, he, uh, he was one of the most creative persons um, that Roger knew. This is from Roger. And he um, was not only very creative with letter shapes and font designs, but one of his jewels was the car, in quotations, um, that he built out of type elements, type bars, ribbons, and spools, all type-related typewriter parts mounted on a walnut base. So he actually made this like little... like. Uh, one foot car that he had on his desk that was made out of all these type elements and tools and things that he worked with, which is cute and creative. Um, Paul Rainey, another friend of Bud, said that 
Bud is known for his design of Courier, but he did much more than that. The font that Bud designed for IBM Courier that he was most proud of, um, oh wait, this is a different font, was the Braille font for the IBM Braille Writer. On this project, he had to work very closely with the mechanical engineers to get the Braille characters to emboss the paper such that a blind person could feel the typed image and read it. Bud got a big kick out of doing something for someone else. That's so cool. I know. <laughs> what a great guy. I know. He's so awesome. But it's cool that like so many people wrote like all of these nice and like they sound very genuine like I don't know. That's just so cool. Like, I want to leave a mark like that. <laughs> I know. I know. He just seemed like a really, like, well-rounded, just, like, good guy yeah. and, like, really good at his work. As I was reading them, like, a lot of people said, like, dude, I he, like, even after he retired, IBM would keep going back to him because mm-hmm. he was just, like, such a fast worker, but also just so diligent and, like, just very good at what he did and just like wholesome as a person like, i know and he's such he a good combo like, like hard worker and like a great guy yeah and people said that he was like funny and everything yeah. um paul went on to say that um he kind of explained how um how bud would design type which i thought was super interesting and very relevant so he said that paul said that when he started designing for ibm we so Paul helped um, Bud design some typefaces. He said that we designed our characters at a hundred times their actual size. So like super big. They would do this by first drawing the characters and then cutting into cardboard to give the engraver a pathway to follow. So Bud would take these a hundred times patterns and place them next to each other to see how they would look. He would stand way back quite a distance with his pipe in the corner of his mouth (laughs) and mutter something about how they looked. Many times he would make an actual size mock-up of the font, about half a page worth. He would study the design in many ways. One thing he did that no other font designer did at the time was to rotate the mock-up page a full 180 degrees. And Paul was like, dude, why do you do that? And his answer was that he wanted to make sure that no one character stood out. Mm. He explained that the font designing was meant to be invisible to the reader and that the reader should be not be conscious of characters and just see words, which I think is true for a lot of type. Like type doesn't type really has to flow together and like you don't want to be. Um, kind of just like focusing on one more than the other yeah yeah mm-hmm. so like if your a is slightly bigger than your o and it looks like weird next to each other people are going to notice that and it's not going to be an easy typeface to read or just even look good so um yeah he had a true eye for type which is pretty cool That's pretty cool i know so those are some of the things that his friends told him but so Kettler designed his um, mono-spaced slab serif typeface in 1955, and he designed it really to resemble the output from a strike-on typewriter, which is just more typewriter <laughs> talk. Shout out to you, Tom. <laughs> um, so IBM commissioned the original courier, and the company deliberately chose not to retain legal exclusivity to the design. And so the font soon became a de facto font used throughout the Ooh. typewriter industry. So all the typewriters were using this um, typeface, which is interesting. Like we don't we talk about type for like computers and we talk about type for um, 
for like letterpress machines and like printing back in the day like type for a typewriter is very interesting I know very it was specific such a, yeah it was such a short-lived kind of like <laughs> computer writing tool and everything but um there were a few typefaces that really you know sprung out of it um in the 1980s and 1990s so this is um about like 30, 40 years after the typeface was made, um, Courier extended its use into the electric electronic world. So Heck yeah, it did. Oh yeah. <laughs> this this font will not die with typewriters. <laughs> Thomas Long <Happy>. live Courier. <laughs> um so it was especially used in situations where columns of characters needed to be consistently aligned so 12 point courier new served as the standard document so there's a lot of different courier um types like there's variations yeah courier Mm -hmm. 12 and all these things um i liked the one the coding one the coding specific courier code like they made it specifically for um coding purposes like punctuation marks were bigger there was more distinction between uppercase O's and zeros, which makes sense because when you're coding, like some our typefaces don't have a, like, I don't know, like a line in between the or in the middle of a zero to be like, OK, this is a zero. This is an O kind of a thing. So I don't know if Courier has that, but I just picture like coding yeah. having that. But, you know, just having distinction between the O and the zero. Yeah. Super helpful. And legibility, too, on screens, which mm-hmm. is also what makes it good for web yeah coding purposes yeah yeah it's not like it's not a typeface that you would really use to like you know be a crazy design unless you want to like get that sort of like retro feel for a typewriter um but it is like a special thing about it which we haven't covered one of these yet but it is a monospaced font which um means that it has a fixed pitch and a fixed width so it's not, it's a non-proportional font. So it's a font whose letters and characters each occupy the same amount of horizontal space. Oh. So take like the horizontal space of an A and take the horizontal space of an O and the horizontal space of a C and a U and an S and like they're all the same with even like an I and everything. Like it's, it's the same crazy. left to right i mean if you look at the eye too because you think how does the eye fill the same space but i'm looking at it now and the eye has such a um long like base <laughs> yeah yeah is it, it is also like a slab serif which we covered mm-hmm. um at least like one on the yeah. podcast but like this so the slab serif means that it's just like serifs slabbed Very, on there yeah. like they're not just tiny little yeah serifs they're yeah pretty, they're not there's they're no very curve. present for sure yeah um so that's like so monospaced it definitely like were used in the beginning of like computer ages and all that stuff because it is like just super easy it's a super easy typeface to make or more to just use and like to code into because it's like okay you don't have to worry about like how long a word will be when all the letters are there like if it's eight letters it's going to be eight widths Mm -hmm. of these letters um usually typefaces like any typeface that you see nowadays like the l is just you know the length of an l or um horizontal width of an l or is smaller than the horizontal width of an o and stuff like that so it is a 
it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting font, I must say. I can't say I've really like used it too much. No, I haven't. I mean, you haven't used it on your typewriter. I know. Now it just made me want a typewriter. <laughs> but it was Probably really, really expensive. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool to learn about Bud and how much he just like had a heart for this design. How he big also, of an impact he had on like people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also worked with Adrian Frutiger. Yes, I saw that name. I was like, hey. Hey. <laughs> uh yeah so it was he's pretty cool fun facts yeah fun facts any other about slash history um that's what i got well then goodbye I'm just <laughs> all right I'm well leaving. Uh-huh. i'm leaving oh you're leaving okay I'm taking my typewriter <laughs> it's pretty heavy so true <laughs> she's literally dragging going it to out Tom's house <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell him I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Um, well, we're at scene. Usually we have like last episodes. Um, we had our last episode, singular. Um, we had a lot of different uses. But for this one, it's a bit tricky because it's, like we said, it's used for a typewriter mostly. Um, it's a typewriter specific font. But there are two places that um, it has been seen um, fairly recently. Um, the first one is 12 point courier is industry standards, uh, standard for all screenplays. I think like the script is written in courier, which is pretty cool. Um, that yeah, it's kind so of consistently like, been used. <laughs> yeah. So if you like, like, uh, like if you think about how a script looks mm-hmm. and like all the indents and like, mm-hmm. it has to be super legible totally. and like for a wide variety stuff. of people to be able to read it yeah which is and super there's cool. just like because there's so much dialogue back mm-hmm. and forth you have to kind of like differentiate um with all those like tabs yes. and everything no totally it makes sense mm-hmm. um and it's super cool um and also 12 point courier is this st- or apparently it was the standard for the u.s state department but now it's been replaced by 14 point times new roman since 2004 Mm. supposedly because times new roman was considered more modern and legible so mm. that's like who would have thought times pretty... new roman would be considered more <laughs> legible and <laughs> and more modern <laughs> i know i feel bad for career i mean i guess in the typewriter sense but i honestly kind of like career more than times new roman but maybe know, it's just it's because just like, like interesting yeah and just because times new roman i'm like ugh, default <laughs> yeah um, I found this like little kind of like obituary to cor- courier. Oh gosh. Um, posted on December 21st, 2013, but it was called federal font Friday. <laughs> um, but it was, it was by Tom Vanderbilt, um, from a February 2004 article on slate Dot com it says courier dispatched how the federal government more specifically u.s state department put the kibosh on the typewriter font kibosh. so it said in late 2000 in late january 2004 an announcement from the u.s state department generated certain chatter along the generally indiscernible <laughs> diplomatic typographic axes these words chatter <laughs> i know <laughs> this was the news that as of february 1st the department was ditching courier new 12 as its official font and residence and taking up with times new roman 14 courier 12 had been put to pasture after several decades of honorable service like an aging eloquent 
diplomat whose crisp cream-colored linen suit and genital demeanor <laughs> so now <specific>. seem <laughs> winningly old-fashioned. Times New Roman 14, as the State Department puts it, takes up almost exactly the same area on a page as Courier New 12, while offering a crisper, cleaner, more modern look. Interesting. We'll debate about that, U.S. State Department. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I know. Well... <laughs> I guess we see where their loyalties lie. Yeah, jeez. Times New Roman. <laughs> oh, well. We'll let them have it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> let them have it. If, we, if they can ban us having to use it on our essays. Well, actually, I'm not in school anymore, so. I know. <laughs> Who am I talking about? Or what am I talking about? Well, I also found this, like, one article from this girl um who was in college it seemed like and she wrote kind of like an opinion piece for her newspaper <laughs> on why we should stop using times new roman for our, our um essays and start using courier new i agree I was like, even though i don't write essays i completely agree yeah it makes so much more sense yeah Ooh, but boy i'm feeling hungry a little, a little hungry a little oh, parched i just bought a bottle of champagne let me open it up <laughs> whoa jess <laughs> i know you're gonna hit my Ooh, eye sorry <laughs> you just pop that bubbly um can you turn the jazz music on you're closer to the stereo yeah here i go <laughs> <laughs> not this jazz music oh again. my goodness change the record emily Come emily on. are you too lazy to go on youtube and find new jazz music Speaks to play to self in the background? third person <laughs> why yes i am oh the things i do oh, man um, well now that we're kind of getting in the groove let's get in the groove what does courier look good with courier let's do it with um we're gonna go like avenue <gasps> what Whoa. did you say the a word i know right <laughs> um i'm looking on fontsinuse.com and courier is used with avenir on this like cool looking um uh beer can oh i think i saw that yeah i was like looked fresh that looked cool. fun career like is really field notes by aaron draplin who's Ooh. a really mm-hmm. known graphic designer his like notebook that he has um some of the packaging has career oh. on it and it has helvetica and futura wow pairing which is I just said the H word. I'm so sorry. Wow, you are throwing <laughs> those words out. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. That sounds like a fresh combo. Thanks for sharing. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, now turn the jazz music off. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> so, are we ready for some type tips? <gasps> <laughs> Insert tips on. Tip, tip, tippity tip, 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 tippity tip. <laughs> um, so this week we are going to kind of talk a little bit about some resources that we like to use for finding good type because we do not want to use free type. So true. We want to give these type designers what they serve their money and it's just like really good there's so much good type out there i mean there is like 
um, really good type one is um, on Google Fonts. Mm-hmm. Google Fonts is a cool place, free type that you can just download. You can even download the code for it and put it in super your website. Convenient. Yeah, super convenient. A lot of type families that are really, um, that are really good for web. So that's a that's a good one out there. Type Kit, obviously Type Kit. Type Which kit. apparently it's not called Type Kit anymore. It's called Adobe Fonts. No way. What? Yeah. yeah. When crazy. did this happen? If you type in Type Kit, it doesn't come up. It just goes automatically to Adobe Fonts. Wait, I feel like I was just using Type Kit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. When did they change this? I don't know. Fairly recently though, because oh, I it rem- says welcome to Adobe Fonts. If you know us as Type Kit, you're still in the right place. We've simplified our service and changed our name, so there's less bidding between you and the fonts you need. I kind of like type kit. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Because mm-hmm. it made me feel like I was like, ooh, give me my survival kit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Give my type kit. Um, but that's oh, a good wow. place, especially if you have the Adobe Creative Suite. Yeah. You can just And it's nice because you can pick like, do you want a slab serif, sans serif, serif, others? And then it just is nice. Yeah. Nice. And I, I think Google Fonts has something similar to that mm-hmm. too. And then also has a way where you can like type in what text you want. Because sometimes you're like, will my text look good with this font? And you can type in like an example to see what it looked like before you like go through the whole process of downloading it. It's very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I I do that all the time. Um, Some good places to find like font pairings. What we use every week is fonts in use. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of like scours the internet and finds like really good design. And um, you can type in your typeface that you're looking to use and see what other like good design has paired with it mm-hmm. um, and it's nice to see it in like out in the real world yeah, in situ in situation mm-hmm. um another good for finding out what's trending in type is type wolf um which they also have um good font pairings as well yeah for sure and it's a lot of um like website design that uses good type and different things you can find like a lot of like type news and stuff like that which is just nice to know that super fun other people like type as much as we do yeah it's like a blog too right yeah super cool super cool um another good one is uh font review journal so font review journal uh dot com is a is home to reviews and analysis of typefaces designs both new and old um so it says that this site is aimed at designers who want to discover new typefaces to add to their arsenal or those who want to learn and appreciate old favorites on a deeper level aka us (laughs) um but yeah so that's a really good one um what's is there anything else think so but i know like like anybody i know people are getting i'm like i have like family like my sister always asks me like what typeface looks good with this and like even if you're not a designer you can still tell what the type is and Mm -hmm. those are some really good sites good resources for sure to get some good type good type we don't want no bad type no bad type good type only good type. and the name is like a rap bud bud good good type your very best bud i know hey bud, bud. is my bud bud is my bud <laughs> oh well um, bud 
bud we're signing off we're signing off for the night tom <laughs> see you tom, later <laughs> yeah i'll call you later like we'll, we'll figure this all out <laughs> go bowling tomorrow yeah we'll go bowling well they'll type on some typewriters <laughs> yes he made like a b-y-o-t he wrote like a book about typewriters classic like i'm can I'm, be yours today if you own amazon <laughs> I know, right? wait i wonder if like if the book cover uses it says tom hates typewriter enthusiast i just literally oh wrote tom hates typewriter in Classic. the google search bar oh tom <laughs> this article from npr writes tom hates is obsessed with typewriters so he wrote a book about them <laughs> oh why not oh that book cover doesn't use courier oh the nerve but his book is called uncommon type some stories by hmm. tom hates i haven't read it but could be cool. You haven't read it? <laughs> In the article, Tom says, I have too many typewriters, David. <laughs> you want one? I should have brought one for you and the staff just to help out, man. Oh I don't want these to be a burden to my children when I kick the bucket. <laughs> I don't want them to say, what are we going to do with dad's typewriting? <laughs> Tom, Tom, I'll Tom, take the Tom. typewriter, okay? Yeah, send it to us. All right. Our well. address is. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. It's been um, real. It's been fun. Remember, follow us on Instagram. At? Give us at Just My Type Podcast. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us. Tell your friends. Um. Yeah, it's a good ass time. <laughs> yes. Woo, woo, woo. All right. We are. Signing, Signing off. off. Good. No. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>